On Saturday, two long-standing members of the UFC lightweight division will clash. One has already taken the long road to the top with a career-defining win streak that ended in UFC gold, and the other is still making his way up the MMA mountain, riding an eight-fight win streak of his own. The 155-pound division rarely sees two grapplers with this pedigree clash in the cage. Benil Darius is a three-time gold medalist at the World Jiu-Jitsu Championships, and Charles Oliveira has more submissions than anyone else in UFC history. But both men have finished opponents with their striking, and both bring a blend of power and unpredictability that promises to make this a truly exciting matchup. Today, we're going to break down four parts of this fight. Number one, the wild striking and pressure of Dariush. Number two, controlling the chaos with Charles Oliveira. Number three, takedowns and top control of Benil. And number four, the body locks and back takes from Charles. Let's break it down. First thing we're going to take a look at is some of Dariush's striking, okay? Now, he's quite technical, but most of the time he gets into a brawl, and that's how he likes to fight. He's got a couple of main weapons, but most of his offense comes from his left hand. He throws uppercuts, looping shots over the top, or long straight lefts. He's very good at chaining them together in combinations. Lovely pull counter there into a 1-2. And he's also got great timing, especially when moving backwards. You can see Gam right here, keep chasing, time the left hand over and over again, till he catches him perfectly, gets a lovely knockdown. He throws with big power, and he is quite reckless, which more than often plays into his favor. Another thing you'll see him use all the time is his left body kick. On the liver side from Southpaw, he throws it with lots of power, not always with the best technique, but he's so committed to it and he chucks everything into it that over time it tends to wear down and just break away his opponent's defenses or brings the hands down and sets up the left hand over the top again. The main thing you'll see Darius do though is just brawling with his opponents. He walks in with his hands down more often than not, a bit of complacency, but this tends to draw people into the attacks because they feel like they can hit him, but you'll just see him throw combination after combination. Here he is backing up Holdsman, left hand, right hand, left hand, head down, he's taken it off the center line, but but this is just crazy brawling here. Hands down all the way through, all the way through, completely complacent until bam. He can land something crazy like that, a spinning back fist that you don't see coming, and it makes him a very, very dangerous guy. Against Diego Ferreira, you can see even more of this just against the fence brawling. This is two minutes into the fight. He's already just chucking leather at the guy. He's got such a confidence in his chin, and this is how he wants to fight you. He wants to draw you into these wild, chaotic brawls, because this is how he wins. And here against Drakkar Close here, you saw he got into these wild exchanges. He got hurt, he got wobbled. Drakkar then got out of this crisp game plan, started to brawl with him until bam a big left hand lands he follows him down keeps his eyes open no he's got him hurt here another left hand into a right hook off the switch as well that's great accuracy exchanging here uppercuts gets the best of it and then the big left hand that sits him down and gets the knockout again Drakkar was doing great in this fight he was actually sniping him out as soon as he cracked him he got a bit emotional Darius capitalized on it invites him into a brawl and manages to knock him out Oliveira loves a chaotic fight and loves a brawl as well now he has some ways to deal with fighters that tend to get a bit wild we're going to have a look at those in a moment but let's take a quick look at some vulnerabilities that Darius has in this style as well so he does have a tendency to drop his hands you can see him here throwing a leg kick his hands are down by his hips he's really open for those counter attacks and again here even more he's shelling up plants leg kick again and look left hand all the way down the straight right narrowly misses there by Gamera. Now I can show you a bunch of examples of this, but effectively Dariush is a crazy guy. He puts pressure on you. He throws in combinations 
but he does drop his hands, so we'll see if Oliveira can take advantage of that. So let's have a look at the striking of Charles Oliveira. He's fought some of the best guys in the division, some of the hardest hitters in the division as well, and he's beaten some of them on the feet. So one thing Charles is really good at that people don't talk a lot about is his distance management. Here against Chandler, he's surging forward, look at him keep a nice, perfect range, gets outside the looping shots, stays composed, and he's not backing out so far as he can't come back in with counterattacks. He lands a nice little straight right there, just gauging distance really nicely. Against Kevin Lee here, he did a great job following along the fence line, and he's got these really sharp, cracking shots that he just pops off and throws out there. And he's got a lot of variety, and that is usually the way he wins his striking exchanges. A lot of the guys he fights at 155 tend to be boxers so far, not too many guys with the arsenal that Charles has, and let's see him use some of that now against some of these best guys we've talked about. So as well as controlling distance, one thing he can do is also fight in really close. So a lovely pull, again, with the distance management against Gaethje, frames on him, and lands a lovely knee to the body. Against the fence here, gets the single collar, controls, controls, another beautiful full knee to the body. And again here after a bit of a chaotic exchange manages to control Dustin, another knee to the body. And again here against the fence line, into the full tie clinch, and another knee to the body. So against guys that brawl and swing wild, Charles is able to actually fight in close as well. So he's a longer guy, got the frame for distance striking, but because he's using knees to the body, if it ever gets that close against some of these guys, like it might do with Dariush if he puts the pressure on him, those knees to the body could be a big weapon for him. So that's how good he is in close, as well as his other strikes. But at range as well, he's got some great other body attacks, including these sneaky teeps that he's landed on a bunch of people. Doesn't want to stay inside boxing range, has a lovely teep on the outside, and he uses this over and over again in this fight. Another little cheeky teep to the gut right there. Against Gaethje as well, sneaks another one just under the elbow, also bringing down his hands as well. Against here, against Gaethje, who's trying to frame, trying to figure out if he's going to slip and roll. Lovely shot to the body, and look at his face, okay? Painful, is sucking the energy away. Distance and in close, Charles is a threat everywhere when it's on the feet. And so even in these chaotic exchanges as well, he's got very good eyes, and he can break from the clinch and land these lovely shots over the top there as well. Great accuracy with a straight right. And he's got a ton of power in these strikes as well. And obviously, once he does drop you and hurt you, what does he want to do? Get to the back where he finishes with his submissions. On the feet, I expect Darius to be coming forward and pressuring using that wild striking. Charles can control him in close and land knees to the body or try and teep from the outside. But ultimately here, it's going to be about who can survive the most damage and sort of find their shots with inside the chaos, really. And I do think this is going to be a chaotic fight. So one thing Charles does have trouble with is pressure from a lot of guys. Dustin was able to swarm him against the cage and do a lot of damage in that position. Chandler obviously put him against the fence, unloaded on him, and then he dropped him. And then he absolutely flurried on him when he hit the ground as well. So Oliveira, as good as he is in close sometimes, if he does get pushed to the fence, which we've seen Darius like to do, he can get a bit overwhelmed and get himself in trouble. So a lovely pull counter there from Dustin as Charles is trying to move forward, walks right into that one. But he does manage again in the chaos to clinch and get a nice knee to the body. But even when he's throwing his teeps here, can get caught. Lovely straight left from Dustin lands beautifully. And it's just shots like that with Oliveira that both guys are kind of great with their offense, but sometimes their defense gets them into trouble. This is why I'm just not really sure what's going to happen. Who could land the bigger shot sometimes is going to see how these exchanges play out. And here in a brawl with Gaethje, he's trying to go hand on the shoulder, pull him in for the clinch, but that just sets up the right hand perfectly for Justin as well. So he has a tendency sometimes to rather than shell up and play defensively, to reach out and grab the clinch, and that also gets him in trouble. So Charles has a lot of advantages to the way he conducts his striking game, but it opens up a ton of holes in his defense 
as well. It's about whether or not Dariush can find those holes and capitalize. So everyone's always talking about how good Charles is on the ground, and that's obviously true. He's got the most submissions in UFC history, but Dariush is also fantastic. He's a world-class grappler, and he's won tournaments across the world. One thing that could happen in this fight is Dariush could take him down and nullify him on the ground. Here he is against Tony Ferguson, driving him into the fence, which we talked about Charles not doing well with, with the pressure. And instead of just brawling like Dustin or Gaethje, he level changes and he takes him down. Same thing here against another black belt and Diego Fajaya. In the wild exchange, level change, beautiful double leg, cuts the angle nicely as well. So not only has he got good grappling, but he's got great takedowns with Dariush. Here's another great takedown against Tony. Look at him drive into the fence. Tony's in perfect position here, sprawling out, toes against the cage. But look at Dariush just drive his body into him right here. Knows the guillotine's coming, switches to the single leg, puts his head on the outside, and as he lifts, turns him away from the fence so he can keep that head on the outside and also pass guard and land in a position where he's not going to get choked. So he's very high level with his takedown offense, knows where the dangers are and how to negate some of those high level grapplers that we get in the UFC. So his striking offense also plays into his takedowns. You'll see him dip a lot of the time and you don't know where he's going to dip and throw the left hand or dip and level change. You can see a bit of this movement here against Holtzman, thinking about level changing or throwing the right left hand. Against Fajeda here, dips. Is it an overhand or is it a shot? He comes over with the left hand. And again later, another level change right here. Is this gonna be a left hand or a takedown? Goes into a takedown this time. So his offense sets up his takedowns and his takedowns set up his offense. It's a good little game that Dariush has going on. But one thing you'll all talk about as well is this jab he sometimes throws out before he goes in for his double leg. You know, the striking sets up the takedowns, but someone like Edson Barbosa was able to make a read on this. The jab came out and he level changed right into the knee because he read that tell in those takedowns. Oliveira is great with the knees. I mean, I don't know if the exact same thing is gonna happen, but obviously, you know, he is gonna probably throw those knees up there. So he has to be careful of that. So once he does get people down, he is also fantastic at staying in top position, okay? He controls very well, puts the head right over the head of his opponents, follows the hips really well, and he unloads ground and pound in these positions. That was Tony Ferguson's guard. This is Diego Ferreira here. He's in an armbar position here, was an omoplata before this, and he stays relentless on top, manages to keep top position, and just unload on these guys who have great submissions off their back. Now, this is somewhere Oliveira, you know, is super dangerous. Guys didn't want to go to the ground with him. I think Dariush is not going to care whatsoever. And I think if he gets him in top position, he could probably hold him down and just control and unload ground and pound. And even when he gets kicked off here, look at the disdain. He doesn't care. He just smashes straight back through people's guards here. Up kicks are coming up. He's so confident in his ability and his jiu-jitsu game. He's just going to jump straight back on top of Charles if he does get him down. Great sequence against Tony here. Chases this double leg. Now, Tony does really well not to let him get turned to the mat actually manages to slip back through and ends up in top position but immediately Dariush is on the leg attacking this beautiful heel hook laces him up and all of a sudden a few seconds later Tony's almost tapping okay Dariush is good from the bottom from the top and when he can't get the submission what does he do he uses it to sweep and retakes top position and goes straight back the ground and pound. And as good as Charles is off his back, we have seen him get controlled by a bunch of guys in the UFC. So here he is against Chandler after he got dropped. And if you ask me, Chandler was dominating in this position from Charles's full guard. He was landing lots of ground and pound, kept his hips away and stayed out of the submission attempts, landing clean, good, hard elbows. And he gave Charles a lot of problems. Charles had to win this fight on the feet. He was kind of getting smashed on the ground. Kevin Lee was able to lock him down in half guard for almost the entirety of this round and just land short shots and just completely 
he shut down Charles. He couldn't really do much at all. Obviously, if you saw the fight with Islam, that was a big part of the game plan as well. He held Charles down, just kept the pressure on him. The head position was great. And look what he's doing here, the strength of Islam to just hold and pin Charles against the fence like that. He's not gonna go anywhere. And obviously, Paul Felder here did a great job stopping him from getting his back. And after that, it was all over, really. Just dropping ground and pound from top position, making it uncomfortable, landing these hellacious elbows, and just completely controlling Charles. Able to stay postured up, Charles could not control the posture of the big strong guy like Felder. And then eventually what happened, he got him in this position, head against the fence one more time, elbows coming down from the top, until he just kept reining him. There's a little tap there from Charles, and there we go, the TKO for Paul. So people have really you know, hurt Charles from that full guard position. And I think a guy like Darius who's shown how good he is on top, if he gets him down, wouldn't be surprised if he's able to hold him down there, either shut him down or land some good ground pound. But of course, Charles is fantastic with his submission game as well. And how does he get people to the ground? With his body locks, which is something you need to do against Darius because his takedown defense is on another level. Here he is against Will Brooks. Lovely job from the uh, striking exchanges, gets the over-under, inside reap, takes him straight down. No problem at all. Here is against the fence, more of those knees to the body. This brings his foot forward. Charles is able to get his right leg around the back just enough to get his hips lower and behind for the extra leverage. Just picks him up and dumps him down. Charles might not look it, but he's a very, very strong guy. And then what happens? He ends up on his back and he ends up choking him out. That's Charles Oliveira 101. Against Jim Miller here as well. Jim unfortunately had turned given his back, hoists him up, picks him up. And as he rotates around, you see Charles lift his right leg up to elevate Jim Miller even higher, above his hips, much higher, uses the whole of his upper body to slam him back down to the ground. And then what happens, he ends up on his back, and a couple of seconds later, he locks in the rear naked choke and gets the tap. And against Dustin Poirier, we saw it as well. Striking exchanges, level changes, but rotates to the body lock position, and then he hops over with his left leg, puts the extra hook in, and then from there, he was able to finish Poirier as well. But the body locks are gonna be key in this one because Darius's takedown defense is on another level. Let's have a look. Here he is against Gamera. Lovely level change right here. Hips sprawls out very quick, post down on the head, pulls the leg out. Makes it look easy, I guarantee you it is not. Here again, grabs an underhook, elevates and shocks him over the top with it, and then from there, he gets chased out on a single leg, but still stuffs the head and pulls out. And again here, that's a lovely level change. You think he's got this one, but Dariush with the balance and the hip dexterity once again. And another level change, this time more underhooks. Look at this, elevator one leg, perfect position for the single, but Gamrot can still not get it. Look at this, look at the elevation right here but he's still able to stay on his feet. Chases to the body lock position, but he's already fighting the hands. I think if Charles wants to get Darius down, he's got to find a way to secure the body lock because chasing those singles and double legs is going to be incredibly hard. And there is one man in the UFC who was able to body lock Dariush and take him down. And guess what happened? He got a rear naked choke. And that was Michael Chiesa. Right here, Dariush shoots a takedown against the fence. Mike does a great job, grabs an under over here and uses this underhook after one leg's come up to slowly turn him off the cage and get dominant position. Steps out with his right foot and then drags him back across the opposite side to bring him to the canvas. Makes it look easy. And from here, Dariush goes to his knees to get back to the fence, but he gives up his back against Michael Chiesa, which is a big, big no-no. And what happened? A couple of seconds later, unfortunately, locked in back-back position, he is tapping to a rear naked choke. So striking-wise, both guys are super chaotic, and as a result, there's holes in their defenses because of that. Darius's pressure is gonna put Charles in a vulnerable position to get taken down and maybe controlled, but also, Charles is very good at controlling in that chaos and could possibly find a body lock as a result. And if he ends up on Darius's back, I reckon he can submit him. It's gonna be a great fight between two guys who definitely need a win, so let's see what happens. 
This fight could truly take place anywhere. Dariush has already told media he's not afraid to take this one to the mat, and he's been able to control pretty much every opponent he's taken there. Charles is so dangerous though that at any moment he could shut your lights off or latch on a submission and just end the fight, regardless of how it might have been going. Will Charles return to form and make his way back to the title, or is it finally time for Dariush to break through and make his own claim for the belt? If you think I'm right, or if you have your own analysis, let us know in the comments down below. And everybody, enjoy the fight. It's going to be a good one.